0: This is an encore edition of the Hour of Intercession. Anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped into my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed." And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Verses 39 to 55, Luke chapter 1. Then looking briefly in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, excuse me, Proverbs chapter 31, beginning at verse 1. The words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. What my son, and what son of my womb, and what son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor princes intoxicating drink, that they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing and wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Verses one through nine, Proverbs thirty one. Father, we thank you once again, Father, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for how that as we look forward to, in a special way, giving you thanks, praise, and glory and honor, and celebrating our mothers, Lord. Help us to recognize, Lord, the wonderful gift every mother is to the world, and thank you, Lord, for the unique gifts, opportunities, and abilities and privileges mothers have as well. Lord, help us to Always be grateful for the mothers you entrust to us, and help us to be committed to praying much for mothers in the, the unique ministry you've called them to. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Roberts, and Rick is going to share a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're so thankful that we can come boldly before your throne today, and we recognize it's because of the blood of your precious Son, Jesus we lift high his name today. We thank you, Father, for stooping down to love sinners like us. And Father, help us to, to live out the Christian life in a way that brings you much honor. We want to be children who please you, and we need your help to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're blessed and honored to have with us in studio once again, Anne Cockrell and Kendra White, they are the hosts of the program Hannah's Heart, a program that's been on the AFR Network for a time and has really been a blessing to a lot of people. Anne and Kendra, have, good to have you all with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for Thanks. letting us be here. <laughs>
0: Great to have you all. And I want to ask if you all will take a few moments, uh, each of you, to share a little bit more about the broadcast Hannah's Heart. Uh, many of our listeners have heard of it, but probably a lot of them haven't caught it just yet. And to help them to better understand the message and the mission behind it, if you both would just share from your own heart, as well as further introduce yourselves as well.
1: Okay, Um, okay. so I'm Anne, and... um we, let's see, we started working on Hannah's Heart. It's been over a year ago now. Yeah. And, Broadcast uh, launched in October, I think. Right. It was October that it first came on air. And uh, I personally struggled with infertility for right at four years that I knew of. And um, have four babies in heaven. And um, going through all that, not feeling like I really knew. At the time, I didn't feel like I knew of anyone else to talk to about it personally. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just as I worked at AFA, I felt like the Lord was putting it on my heart even before I was here to um, do a little something to hopefully keep other women from feeling that way and men, because it's something that men struggle with as well sometimes. And Um, It's just not a topic that's talked about. I don't feel like enough in the church and in Christian ministries, even though it's one in eight couples that struggle with infertility and then one in four pregnancies that end in miscarriage. So it's around you every day. You just don't know it, you know, by the people that you pass by. Um, So I feel like that's just kind of what birthed Hannah's heart. And um, I've been so blessed for the ministry from the ministry since it started and the people that um, we've kind of gotten to know a little bit just through emails and social media um, and people that we've had on the show, we've gotten to meet Mm -hmm. a lot of new people already. So Mm -hmm. um, it's been really encouraging that way, so.
0: Okay. All right. Kendra?
1: Yeah. Um,
2: similar to Anne, I was struggling with infertility and um, I'm married to an amazing man named Eric and um, he is a, a paraplegic. And so we knew when we got married that there might be some problems with having children. and um, But then there's knowing and and then actually living out and walking mm-hmm. through the pain of desiring a child. And um bumping into Anne at AFA was such a huge blessing to find another believer who understood what I was going through and also was encouraging me to press into Jesus with all of that anxiety and fear and um, all of it. And um, I just wanted to mention one of the the greatest blessings for me since starting Hannah's Heart. um, I think both of us, our heart was to help other women um, out of the pain that we'd experienced. We wanted the Lord to take that pain and do something positive with it, you know, and what I didn't realize was that all of these listeners were going to start praying for me and my husband Mm -hmm. here. I thought I was coming to serve other women and we had so many people contact us through Facebook saying, I'm praying for you all for both of you guys. And, um, I just want to share, um, well, my husband and I are expecting a beautiful little girl, Eliana Joy. Um, and Anne small. has- Can you say a, that without smiling? Can I you? can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to cry saying it. But um, her her name means God has answered. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it has, you know, L, the name of God in there. And um, I just wanted to encourage any couples who have heard our story on mm-hmm. Hannah's Heart that were praying for us.
1: Thank you because God didn't just answer our prayers, but he answered your prayers for us. That's so Sure. thank you mm. yeah the last time we were on brother joseph that was the first time for me to feel my baby kick mm. and when i was pregnant whenever we were doing your show on the show on the show oh, yeah, when that. we were recording mm. um it's such a such a god thing mm.
0: it was probably the baby's desire to get in on the program you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. praise god well you know something that is really neat to think about is that as as much as we might wish it were otherwise, the fact is all of life is spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and it's so important for us to understand that we're wise to see all of life and every matter through the lens of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And so, even the reality, as you mentioned, Kendry, just your journey and how that after you started on the journey of the broadcast, mm-hmm. the Lord blessed you and your husband uh, with a baby uh, who is yet on the way. Well, again, the fact is, God knew what He was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think of this, too, in Exodus chapter 1, it's just a, a powerful and a small story, but it's uh, two little uh, midwives named Shippor mm-hmm. and Pua. They were too young and apparently single when they were doing what they were doing. Mm. But they, they were told by Pharaoh to kill the baby boys, and they refused. Mm-hmm. They knew it was wrong, and they refused to do it. And when confronted by Pharaoh, by God's grace, God helped them to outsmart Pharaoh, and so he had to change his whole strategy but God used them to help save lots of little baby boys and one of those little baby boys that they helped to save probably was a little fella named Moses Uh and so our faithfulness means a lot and that scripture very specifically points out that God gave them basically it says families and households of their own Uh so in other words the principle seek First, the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So doing, going after God is always a goal when you want to fulfill your dreams. Right. And doesn't necessarily mean every dream that you have may or may not be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But again, God has told us, all these things will be added. So that's a promise we can stand on. So I'm going to ask mm-hmm. as we begin, and we might have to finish on the other side of the break. But Anne, if you'll pray for listeners to really hear all the Lord wants to say to them, and then kinder the same afterwards, please.
1: Okay, um, Father God, I come to you right now just to pray for these listeners that are listening in on this um, special program. Father, I just pray. Um, that you will touch their lives, God, and let them know that they're not alone, Father. And I just pray that, um, you use this program to inspire them to just seek you, Father, and seek you first, and, um, to just know you and desire to know you more than anything else. And, um, that this world is hard to live in sometimes, but because of you, that we know that we're going to be okay, God, and that you're always going to be there to protect us and to love us, Father. And, um, I just thank you again for this show and for Brother Joseph and um, for the listeners that are listening in. Yes, and Lord, we just lift up
2: any couple who might be listening to this program and they desire to have a child or multiple children and they can relate to the pain um, of our journeys, Lord. And I just, I ask that you would help them to believe in their spirit and in their soul that you are good. Um, and that they will be able to believe and lean on your faithfulness to them no matter the outcome of um, their situation. But also, Lord, I ask that you would fill them with faith. Um, I thank you that your word says that nothing is impossible with God. Um, Lord, help them um, to not lose sight of that, to know that your arms are not too short, that they cannot extend to them. And Lord, for those couples that are listening to this, Lord, both men and women, um, that desire to honor you in being parents, and they're just overwhelmed. Maybe the needs of their kids and their families feel um, oppressive, feel overwhelming that they cannot supply what their children even need, or they can't, they feel like they are not enough. Um, Lord, I thank you that you are the one who places children and families, um, and you are the one who equips us. You are the one, um, your word says that we lack no good thing in you. So to the mama who's <laughs> listening right now who thinks that she's not enough for her children, I thank you, Lord, that by your power and by your spirit, you will equip her um, to be all that her children need to grow in life and godliness. And the same for the fathers listening to this program, Lord. You will raise them up to be men and women um, that can that can lead and serve their families. Thank you, Lord.
0: And Father, too, thank you, Father, for the uh, those that make up our listening family. And thank you for as... Anne and Kendra both uh, lifted them up. Persons that are hoping to become parents or desiring to become parents at this time, Father, help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that all of life involves spiritual warfare, and at every turn and in every circumstance, Lord. Anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. Bless our each of our prayer lives indeed. Expand their territories. Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil that they may not cause pain. In Jesus' name, Lord, help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that by your grace, the, the instrument and the spiritual weapon of prayer is one of the most powerful weapons you've placed in our hands. Help us to grow in our understanding of that and help us to take that serious. You told us, you commanded us in your word to pray without ceasing. Well, Lord, we need your help, your wisdom, and your grace to know how to do that and how to do it effectively. Help all of our listeners, the mothers and the fathers, and all the others that are listening as well, to grow to understand that, again, everything involves spiritual warfare, and we're wise to put the mighty weapon of prayer to work in our lives aggressively, wisely, boldly, and according to your word, knowing that that's how we walk in victory. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our in-studio guests today are Ann Cockrell and Kendra White of the broadcast. Hannah's Heart will be right back. this is the story of a runaway and no way home and no way out i threw the best of me away i had my chance it's too late now too far gone and too ashamed to think that you'd still know my name but love refused to let my story Casting crowns with love moved first. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our in-studio guests today are Anne Cockrell and Kendra White, the hosts of the radio broadcast here on American Family Radio, Hannah's Heart. Would you all tell our listeners if they want to listen, maybe they haven't caught it, Where, uh, when to listen, how to listen, and also if they want to catch podcasts as well.
1: Okay. We are on every Saturday. Um, central time at five o'clock, so five o'clock central in the afternoon and you can find us on instagram and facebook by looking up hannah's heart that's hannah like you spell it in the bible and you can find us on youtube and on afa.net the podcast page and then um you can also email us we have people send in prayer requests and even um, show suggestions um, to hannah's heart at afa.net
0: okay and so they can ask questions of you all as well then
1: we love your prayer requests too we get those we'll we'll meet together
2: and pray over them when they come in because we know a lot of couples are struggling and you're in the middle of this and you're trying to make
1: decisions for your family so yeah um, we've had people to email in you know when they have something going on on a specific day you know and then we'll pray for that Mm -hmm. day and, and uh you know, hopefully we're hoping for the news that everybody's wanting to hear when they're struggling for infertility. But a lot of times, even if they don't get that news, they still let us know. and They need that prayer covering all the more. Right, right.
0: Okay. Well, are there some issues or matters that you all have dealt with as of late that are very much on your heart that you're wanting to share as we come up to Mother's Day in particular? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah yeah we just had a special mother's day podcast that we recorded all about scriptures and verses to help um, couples that are struggling with infertility during Mother's Day because it's yeah. a particularly hard time. Um, spring is happening and there are baby birds <laughs> everywhere and um, it's just such a reminder. <laughs> yes, everything is blooming and you, you desire that and so um, I think that's going to be a podcast that you definitely won't want to miss because it's packed with scripture and songs that there's just something about worshiping. Yeah. When you get in the presence of God, the heaviness breaks off. It's like chains break when you worship God. It really is spiritual warfare and so uh, we pulled in some some specific songs that have helped us through our journey. Right. Um, you know, also another topic that we've talked about recently on the show um, for both of us has been after having a miscarriage um, and losing a baby, trusting God and being able to have the courage to try again. So yep. um, having f- future pregnancies and not operating in fear. And that's something that I think, you know, the, the enemy... He can't create anything new on his own. He just copies <laughs> what God does, mm-hmm. or sometimes he'll do the exact opposite. So when God is trying to create new life in the heart of a mama, it's such a special, unique thing that only women can can bring life, you know, right. into the world. Um, at that key moment, the enemy likes to come in and bring this fear of death. What if? This what if it's uh-huh. not going to happen? What if it's right. not going to be completed? And so for both of us, um, our, our, pregnancies after having a loss, overcoming that fear, mm-hmm. um, was a huge issue.
1: And so we've, yeah. we've talked about that a lot recently on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause I feel like it, that's a way for the enemy to take away from such joy, a joy that we've been praying mm-hmm. for for so long. Just steal it right away. So to try not to then think about what he's trying to put in your head, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, and the enemy really is—he comes
2: to to kill, kill, steal, and destroy yeah. life. And you know, you you read the story um, of the the Hebrew midwives, and I've been thinking about that passage all day today because. Um, we see that Pharaoh came and he wanted to kill all mm. of the Hebrew boys mm. and have them thrown, you know, into the Nile River or have have them destroyed before they even had a chance. And the enemy desires to snuff out life and ministries and everything before they grow. Mm-hmm. And this is where having a praying mama um, to intercede over her baby comes in handy. And I, I've been um, drawn to the story of Jacobed because how scary to be a mama. And to have a a baby growing inside of you and then the pharaoh comes out and says oh by the way haha by the time mm. that baby comes there's literally a rule that i'm going to kill your baby i cannot Mm. imagine being pregnant under those circumstances, how stressful mm-hmm. that would be! But then we see this faith that Jacobet had, had, where she comes and there was so much that was out of her control. And I think with infertility, we deal with those feelings. If there's so much that I can't control, just as moms in general, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a, you can't protect your your child from everything. Um, mm-hmm. But you see her putting Moses in a in a basket, and that might seem like awful parenting, <laughs> like. Well, oh, you mm-hmm. left your baby in the Nile River like mm-hmm. uh, Child Protective Services come and get this one but under the circumstances it was the best chance that she felt that she had and then she released that baby to God and there was I, I think she must have been a woman of prayer <laughs> praying mm-hmm. for God to to yeah. lead and look and, tr- and there's a point at which God takes over and steps in and, and has to care for your for your child um, in a way that you cannot and mm-hmm. of course we see that <laughs> incredibly in the life of Moses and an, an adoptive mom who came and found him and drew him out Um, and and all throughout history there have been stories like that I mean you think of Jesus um, and all the boys in, in Bethlehem um, being slaughtered. That Again, the enemy wanted to snuff out life. Um, mm. But this time it was um, through Joseph, through a dream, that God appears to him and warns him, you know, you get your family out. And so I think if mamas and daddies are willing to listen to the Lord, he really does want to often intervene in our lives and use parents to protect their children in, in a unique way. But there's this this new level of trusting God with your kids that Ann and I are learning. That's right.
0: Mm. Well, you know, that you, you share about the powerful story of Jacobed, which, of course, is found in Exodus chapter 2. And, you know, Kendra, I, I agree with you. I believe probably, though the Scripture doesn't specifically mention her praying, she probably did pray and yeah. commit that to the Lord. But even apart from it mentioning it, symbolically, you see she did something that has some powerful lessons for all mothers because... Um she, again, as you mentioned, uh, the Scripture lets us know she put him in a—she made sure the basket would float, mm-hmm. you know, uh, put asphalt or whatever it was that they put on them, made sure there was a little boat of sorts, and placed it in the reeds. Now, of course, now sometimes, you know, in movies or whatever, you may have the basket floating way out in the river. Mm-hmm. Well, it says she placed him amongst the reeds, so it was close by the edge. Mm, so. Yeah. Of course, she had no intention of letting him drown. Mm-hmm. And she had a little sister watching over her at the same time, too, to see what would happen. Because she wasn't giving him up to die. Mm-mm. She was placing him in the hands of mm-hmm. God. Now, you say, well, in what way was that putting him in the hands of God? Well, symbolically, she placed him in the river, which is symbolic of placing him in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is a river. And every parent is wise to, through prayer. Place your child in the hands of God. And that's what Hannah did. She says, as long as he is alive, he will be lent to the Lord. So giving your child over to God in prayer is a wise thing for every parent. And actually, it's something you can't do too often. You can re-give him to the Lord every day.
2: <laughs> that's You're right. speaking of Hannah, who, who Hannah's heart is named after exactly. in the Bible. Hannah exactly. who is the mother of um, Samuel. <laughs>
0: And one of the realities of encouragement I want to share to every mother, but really every believer, is you can't pray too much. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons why God tells us to pray without ceasing is because through prayer, we get the hand of God to help us. Mm -hmm. And God, in a sense, is saying, use my hand all the time. Mm -hmm. Use my help. And through prayer, that's exactly what we get a chance to do in parenting and everything else as well.
2: You know, I think it's it's um human nature. It comes very natural to moms to ha- to fear for the life of their child. That's something that you don't have to teach a mom right. to do mm-hmm. like that. <gasps> oh my gosh, they're lost in the mall, you know, mm-hmm. feeling every parent has that has experienced losing a child knows knows that fear. Mm-hmm. But where supernatural um intercession comes in is choosing to not be driven by the fear but by the faith those moments when fear does come in your heart it has a parent to take that to the lord because i do think that we use the term mother's intuition a lot I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but I think there is something spiritual that God has placed in mamas to, at mm-hmm. least my mama, he sure did, <laughs> to know when their children are in danger or need and yeah. puts that, he drops that little urgency in their spirit to intercede. And that's not to make you, you know, lose your mind and panic, mm-hmm. but it's to to bring them before the throne of God in prayer. I know, um, my mom, uh, called me one time I was out on a Saturday morning on my bike and, um, I pulled off of. I was on a very busy interstate. It was a, you know, not a great spot. Got a call from her. Pull over to the side of the road. Uh, hey, mom, what you need? She said, "I just I felt like I was supposed to pray for you. Are you okay?" And of course, in my mind, I'm like my worry wart mom. Yeah, mom, I'm fine. I'm on a bike ride. I'm, I'm just kind of, you know, brushed it off. She said, "Okay, well, I just I really felt like I was supposed to pray for you. So you sure all right? right. Yes, ma'am." I literally hung up the phone and passed out on the side of the road right mm-hmm. after I hung up oh, Lord. this day and woke up to an ambulance there and somebody had pulled over to check on me and this whole scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking back on it later, the irony of I would have been in the middle of the interstate on the road on my bike crossing had I not mm-hmm. taken that call, had she not responded wow. to the Holy Spirit's urging of, are you okay? God's put this on my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and now me becoming a mother, I'm like, this is... A mantle of responsibility that is now mine to That's to right. be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's pricking of pray for your pray for your child. Do it right now, Kendra. Do it right now.
0: Mm. Wow. That's a powerful testimony. Thank you for sharing that, Kendra. You know, I um, mentioned the name of Susanna Wesley a few moments ago. Uh, she was the mother of John and Charles Wesley, and she's such a powerful. In fact, I want to encourage every listener. You will be very inspired to read about Susanna Wesley. Uh, she had, I, I believe, a total of 17 children, wow.
1: Wow. and oh, right.
0: I think, if I remember correctly, about six or seven of them died oh, uh, early. But she was a very, very a spirit-filled mom and very meticulous about guiding and and discipling them. Mm. And she, her prayer closet was her apron. She, when it was time for her to pray, she'd throw her apron over her head.
2: <laughs> the and, only escape you have when you have that many children. <laughs>
0: And the children knew when mom has her apron overhead, don't bother mom. She's <laughs> wow. talking to the Lord. Mm. And uh, but she would spend, I think it was an hour a day with each, uh, an hour a week with each child. Now, mm. of course, with thirteen kids, that, that was to, took some doing. Right. But the the powerful thing is that like you see a part of the legacy in it because not that the dad had no influence whatsoever. But John and Charles Wesley were two people God has used to change Mm. the world when it comes to the kingdom of God. John Wesley helped to greatly strengthen the church um, uh, around the time of the Reformation. And, of course, Charles Wesley, lots of the hymns we sing were written Mm. by Charles Wesley. And so the legacy and the example of a mother like Susanna Wesley is powerful and she didn't have cell phones to help her. She <laughs> didn't have, you know, all sorts of other gadgets. She didn't have a washing machine, a dryer, and she had 13 kids. But by the grace of God, she did a great job of raising her children. And she knew how to pray heavily for them and in her life as well. So every listener, read about Susanna Wesley. And every mom, she will inspire the, your spa, your socks off. She really will. So. <laughs> But uh, as far as any other maybe topics that you all have dealt with that you especially like to encourage people in on the broadcast, Hannah's Heart, that come to mind.
1: So we've had um, and we're about to have again a guest um, that has lost multiple babies mm-hmm. and mm. um you know that are still waiting to have their baby, and so um, we'll have another guest on in a few weeks that has experienced that same that same thing. That's currently still waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on her, I guess she could say answered prayer. And uh, these guests inspire me because I have learned. It took me a long time to learn that my answered prayer could possibly look different than what I had pictured, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to be open hearted about that God is answering prayers in a different way than what we imagine. And it even tells us in scripture that that can happen. Um, but uh, to get to the place where you fully accept that God, not not my will, but yours, mm. is an important place to be, I feel like. And so watching, um, I feel like as we've interviewed some of these ladies, and um, even though we've only been going on going since October, but getting to watch their stories continue to unfold and watching those ladies kind of live where I was a little over a year ago. um, It's really inspiring to me, even though I have my baby in my arms now, um, but to just watch them and see how they're continuing to choose daily to give their story to the Lord. Yeah, the the variety of the guests that we've had
2: just is a beautiful picture of how God answers everybody's Um, per request different. Different. Like we've had Mm -hmm. someone who um, adopted um, domestically, Mm -hmm. someone who adopted is in the middle of a foreign adoption. We have
1: um, adopted seven times through foster care,
2: foster care stories. Mm -hmm. We've had snowflake adoption stories. We've had, you know, incredible, miraculous pregnancy stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we've had some who said, I'm still waiting. I don't know the answer. And all of those are God is working in every one of those situations.
1: Right, Mm -hmm. right.
2: We also talk a lot about couples and um, sustaining a marriage that honors God in the middle of these kinds of struggles because that can be so heavy on, on couples. And, and it really can either pull you apart or it can draw you closer depending on if you lean into the Word of God during your your pain.
0: Mm, okay. Well, you know, um, something I think of too that it's just, well, it's an issue I recall having dealt with pastorally and uh we're coming up to a break, so we'll uh, ask you all to comment on it later, though. But uh, I found it down through the years. It's it's encouraging to women who've had miscarriages th- to be mindful. You know, you're even if you don't have any other children, you're a mother, you just have mm-hmm. children in heaven.
2: Yeah. That's and right.
0: that's important to acknowledge as opposed to thinking you're not a mom. That's right. So, but we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. Our in-studio guests today are Anne Cockrell and Kendra White, the hosts of... The broadcast Hannah's Heart will be right back. Elevation Worship with O. Singh. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our in-studio guests today are Ann Cockrell and Kendra White. They're the hosts of the Saturday broadcast here on American Family Radio called Hannah's Heart. And um, Ann and Kendra, uh, share with our listeners one more time if they want to hear Hannah's Heart, when and how they can hear that broadcast.
2: Yes, so we are at 5 o'clock Central on AFR on Saturdays. We would love for you to listen. But if you can't tune in there, there's also on the AFR podcast page you can find us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And there's really a, a unique community that's forming on all of those platforms. Um, we share scriptures and prayer requests. and. Um, also, we partner with a lot of ministries um, that we want, it, you know, a lot of women hear us and they're like, oh, my goodness, I really need more support. Um, well, we found some ministries that have online support groups to help walk you through a Bible study in the middle of dealing with infertility. And we, we share all of that um, on, on those social media platforms.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, just before the break, was mentioning about just the matter. And again, and obviously not that it's only a pastoral matter, but sometimes you have women that may say things like, well, don't give me a gift. I'm not a mother. I had two or three miscarriages. Well, of course, the fact is, if she's conceived, she's a mother. Mm-hmm. And she. some women have one, some have several children, and as you mentioned, in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that's a dream or something. Those are real children yep. waiting for them in heaven. So, any thoughts that come to mind that you'd like to share along that line?
1: Well, uh, to me, it's still um, uh, kind of a sad. To- it's always going to be a sad topic, I guess. But um, because I did what you're saying, I did not feel like a mama outwardly. Because, mm. but inwardly, I did. I felt the loss of those. Um, little lives that a whole lot of other people didn't ever know that were lost. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense the way I'm saying it, but Mm -hmm. um, I didn't go to church on Mother's Day for four years just to protect myself. We still had church at home. We still um, read scripture and stuff like that, me and my husband Will. Um, But it was really, really hard because they asked And our moms should be acknowledged. They Mm -hmm. should be celebrated. Um, But, you know, when they ask everyone to stand up, you know, to acknowledge the moms in church, your heart is like, I I think I'm one. I feel like one. But Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't have any babies in the nursery or sitting beside me today, you know. Um, And uh, so for the women that are listening that do know that you're a mom, um, I just want you to know that over this Mother's Day, I will be praying for you because uh, my heart just remembers what that feels mm-hmm. like, and it, it doesn't feel good. It feels very, very lonely, mm-hmm. um, but uh, do know that those babies, I mean, they are in heaven without question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even have an episode mm-hmm. on that by yeah. Alex McFarlane. He came on the show and um, spoke about A two-part about it. series that addressed right. that question of
2: do babies, do all babies go to heaven when they die? Because I had that question right after we had our miscarriage was, you know, will I Will we see this? Because we believe that life begins at conception. This is life. Will we see right, there's this a life again? There was a, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so the the Lord um, just really drove me into scripture. I I was like, I have to know the answer to this. And and Alex did a beautiful mm-hmm. job articulating did that so. for anyone who's interested.
1: Mm,
0: that's good. And it, it's an important topic. And, you know, it's helpful as, as much as an important topic it is, obviously, to the mom who has lost children, it is. But keep in mind it glorifies God to honor it from a, to see it from a spiritual perspective because those are lives made by God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every life from God has purpose and mm-hmm. has a plan. Right. And even children that had a miscarriage, for someone to say something like, well, apparently God didn't have a plan for that child's mm-hmm. life. That's not true. That's not every true. human being has an entire life plan created by God, our Heavenly Father. But again, there are mysteries surrounding why sometimes they don't come. But that's not our business to figure it out. But God and His sovereignty has every life is precious, every life is important, and even if the world never met that mm-hmm. child, that child is just as important to God as someone who lived a full life through throughout this world. In this world, you know.
2: One of the ministries we recently featured on our program, and and again, you can go see that by looking at some past podcasts. But um, they have a, a ministry helping. Um, men and women who have had a loss to just recognize that as a life and they find that um, a lot of the grief um, a lot of the healing doesn't begin until you fully acknowledge the loss that had happened and when Mm -hmm. society just kind of oh you weren't really pregnant you know it was just a few weeks those kinds of statements don't actually help you get over the very Mm -hmm. real loss that is there and I know I experienced because our our our, uh, miscarriage happened very early on and I just thought why am I so sad? We didn't even have it. We hadn't even told people, you know. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just said, "Because it really was a life. It's a life is mm-hmm. a life, no matter how small." Um, but but this ministry does something where they release butterflies um, mm. in honor of um, babies who have are already with Jesus, um, and you can find that more about that on our on our Facebook page as well.
0: Mm. That's neat. That's neat. And, you know, there really are so many different kinds of issues uh, centered around this matter. I want to ask uh, Anne and Kendra if each of you would pray for listeners. uh, Obviously, pray whatever's on your heart to pray for mothers or maybe mothers who've had miscarriages or maybe mothers that just are struggling. But at the same time, pray for little girls that aspire to be mothers as well, Mm. that they would have Mm. God's heart to honor him in the way they care themselves as well. Would you please? Okay.
1: Um, Lord God, we come to you again, and uh, God, I do just pray for these mamas in waiting, um, the mamas who are just desiring to have that baby, and uh, the mamas who don't have a baby here on earth to prove it, but God, that they are a mama. You made them a mama, and um, I was in that place just not too long ago, God, where I just was desiring. Um, To have kiddos with me there on mother's day to tell me Mm -hmm. happy mother's day lord what a what a small statement with such a big meaning though god um it's an honor to get to be called mama and so um i just pray for these women that women that are hurting right now um i pray that they are supported by their husbands on Mm -hmm. um this week and this mother's day father um that their husbands will just physically wrap their arms around them, but also just spiritually just Mm -hmm. uh, cover them in prayer and lift them up, Father. um, I pray, like Brother Joseph said, for the little girls, God. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember being little and taking such good care of my baby dolls. And so Mm -hmm. I just pray as um, these little next generation of little girls growing up, um, that they will become women um, mm-hmm. who love you and who honor you and mm-hmm. who want to raise those, those that next generation up mm-hmm. of babies um, to honor you, God. It's such a big deal. And I pray that um, us as mamas and future mamas, that we don't take our daily work lightly, God, to raise these kids up in the way that they should go Um so so they will honor you father Mm -hmm. god thank you for our mamas and in your name i pray Mm -hmm.
2: lord your word says that if we delight ourselves in you then you will give us the desires of our heart and not that you necessarily give us everything we want but that you place your desires in our heart we thank you for that lord and i i pray for those mamas who do desire um to be mamas um and have not yet seen that that desire fulfilled, I pray that they would delight themselves in you. And Lord, as you finish writing their stories, maybe in creative ways, um, Lord, that um, that you would bring about the fulfillment of that, that ache that's in their heart, that it would, um, whether it be through adoption or another means, that that ache of their heart would be soothed. And Lord, for um, young girls or um, even just um, soon to be married young women that might be listening to this broadcast, Lord, that maybe haven't even considered motherhood um, because, Lord, we know that our culture is so against it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They have made it out to be this negative thing that it is a ball and chain that will drag you down um, and that it's exhausting and you don't want to be a mom and do it on your own terms. And there's so much pressure from society to negatively view this beautiful gift that you have actually created. And so, Lord, I pray that you would speak to these young women. And as they delight themselves in you, I ask that you would come against all of culture and place in them that desire to be a mom, um, that maybe they won't even understand it. Why do I want this so much? But the, um, it would be because of their love for you, Lord, that that, that desire grows in their heart. Um, and Lord, I just, I pray that um, even as, as many young people, People go to school and they hear the Um, the pro-women's voice screaming at them that children are a burden. I ask that the word of God that's been planted in these individuals' lives would counteract all of that and push back. Lord, we know that children are a blessing. We know that um, this is your plan and your design and your structure. And so I pray that um, you would help women to find great joy and delight um, in the way that you even created our bodies to function um, and, and the role that you create for us as nurturers lord and i pray this in your name
0: amen 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 our time is just about gone but you know something i want to touch on real briefly that i want to say in the way of encouragement to every mother when it comes to discipleship is it's very important that we take the active specific work of teaching our helping our children to come to know christ and how to walk with christ it's so important we live in a world where lots of people dads and moms are very busy taking kids to soccer, dance lessons, piano lessons, all those things can be nice in their own place. But something the Lord has impressed upon me is there's a great need for parents to start the discipline of having their children read the Word of God mm. out loud to them every day. Not re- now, reading for them can be okay, but they need, the children need to read for the parents for this reason. Uh, When a parent's reading to the child, the child might daydream, Mm -hmm. they may tune out, they may fall asleep. But when the child is reading, they have to engage. And when a child is reading the Word of God, they're interacting with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And no human being is the same on the other side of spending time with Jesus. And so I want to encourage every mom and dad listen too. With all our busy schedules, make time to have your child Mm -hmm. to read and read. Uh, mm. So uh, looks like we're about out of time here yes. though, But I would encourage you all to keep that in mind too though But as we normally do before we end the broadcast If you're listening today And you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior We want to invite you to make that all-important step Because if you want to be sure and be in heaven And your goal is to take all your children with you It's important that you and each of the children know Jesus If you want to be saved Would you simply pray this prayer with me even now Lord Jesus Thank you for loving me so much that you came to this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Lord Jesus, forgive me for all the wrong things I've done. And Lord, now I ask you, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You told us in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to be the person you want me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to hear from you. My email is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. We do hope to hear from you. Ann and Kendra, thank you all once again for being with us again. One more time, tell our listeners if they want to hear Hannah's heart. When and how to listen
1: They can listen on Saturdays At 5 p.m. Central Time And find us on Facebook And Instagram And YouTube By searching Hannah's Heart And then email us At Heart At afa.net
0: Alright Thank you all again For being with us today
1: Appreciate it Thank you It was fun
0: And thank you For being a part Of our listening family Please pray much For Ann and Kendra and the ministry Of the powerful broadcast Hannah's Heart Thanks for listening Join us again next time For the Hour of intercession.